Hello, Gasheads, and welcome to this fairly impromptu episode of Gascast, because to be honest, we weren't planning on recording another episode this week, but after Ghana dropped a deadline day eve bombshell by bringing in the Turkish Messi, we just couldn't resist the opportunity to fangirl over our new recruit. And joining me to do just that as the summer transfer window closes for another year is Harley and Max. Evening, chaps. Evening. Evening. Harley, nice to have you on a show. Been a while. Oh, it's been so long, but I've really missed my gas cast fix. And to be honest, if anything was going to get me back on air, it was obviously going to be the arrival of the Turkish Messi, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you're a bit of a glory potter these days, aren't you? Because I think the last time you were on was when uh, Wilde wiped the debts, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was. I'm all about those reactions. And uh, yeah, I'm probably the last person you want reacting to things like this, but I'll give it a damn good go. Uh, so then I think like most gas heads, this transfer completely caught me off guard. Uh, and when I saw the Rovers tweet out the loan signing teaser at 4.30 yesterday, I was expecting maybe a youngster, a striker backup or some depth in the wingback areas. So you can imagine my shock when I checked back five minutes later to see that we'd snapped up Erhan Ostuma. Uh, Harley, on the new signing excitement scale, with one being Guy Branston on loan in 2012 and 10 being the return of Linesy in 2015... What sort of level were you at when you saw that we'd signed Ostuma? Well, I think you're putting down Guy Branston there a little bit because we were in need of a centre-back. But, you know, I'll, um, I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> we we no, didn't get Ost- one. Scored a bullet header on his debut, I'll have you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and hopefully we get... I don't think we'll get a bullet header off of Ostuma on his debut, let's be honest. But, All no, five really, foot three of him. Yeah, really exciting signing. Um, if you look back at players that you remember playing against Rovers not that many stand out but I think that pretty much every Rovers fan would have Ostma on that list I can remember him banging a hat trick against us I believe for Walsall once and um, frankly I just remember every time I've seen him play he has been absolutely outstanding and you know you you just have to look at Twitter to see what people are saying about him that's such a millennial thing to say isn't it but you know what I mean he's he's the kind of player that gets fans on their feet um, at the moment in front of their televisions, but you know, uh, it's, it's a really exciting one and I really hope that it works out. I think alone is also a really sensible way of going about it given his age and he's not had that much luck at his last two clubs. So he's got a point to prove he's going to be hungry and yeah, I'm really excited to see how it turns out. Yeah. So Max, we've obviously seen Ostomer play against Rovers a fair few times over the years for Walsall, as Harley just said there. Uh, what have your impressions of him been in those previous encounters? Yeah, he's he's a very tricky player. Um, hard to kind of stop when he gets momentum, and you know, reminds me a lot of Bowden in the way he plays on the ball, creates space for himself, and likes a curling shot to the far post. Um, you know, if you look at his goal goal highlights from his two seasons at Warsaw, a lot of his goals are the same kind of long range, just outside of the box strike. Um, but it's one of those where he's got the ability to work himself in that five yards of space to get that shot off and the technique to finish it as well that makes him so dangerous. Um, and he looks like a real asset. I just wonder where we're going to play him um, and if he's going to suit the system. But you know, looking at how well he did for Walsall, um, obviously he got himself a, a championship move to to uh, Bolton at the time. Didn't quite get the game time there. And obviously they had like the wage strike um, issue as well. Um, couldn't really replicate it at championship level, but there's no doubts about the quality he has on the ball, his dribbling, um, and like I said, just that skill to buy himself uh, the space needed to get to get those shots away and uh, and score goals. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, a lot of gasheads wanted us to bring in another striker, uh, myself probably included in that. 
um, because people feel that we're a bit light in the goals department. But Ostimer, if you look back at a couple of his seasons for Walsall, hit about 15 or so goals. So, Harley, do you think the idea of bringing him in is that he can play high up the pitch and, you know, almost act as a second striker in a way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I won't try and be analytical enough to understand quite what Garner's going for here. I mean, Garner ball's very much a modern formation that I frankly haven't managed to get my head around. It reminds me of when James Milner was playing as a striker for Manchester City in the Champions League and I never got that either but he just seems to be playing a lot of creative players and and hoping someone's going to stick the goals in and let's be honest looking at Ostama's record in League One he does get goals so do you need that out and out striker banging him in if you've got a midfielder that can play advanced enough to get the goals? We'll see but um yeah, that's probably the only thing I'm concerned about. And I, th- I think, yeah, it'll be right up the pitch and hopefully chipping in. That's certainly why he's been brought in, I think. So, Max, if we assume that we're going to continue with a back three this season, where do you see Ostuma fitting in best into both the 3-4-3 that we started the season with and also the 3-5-2 that we've played in the last few games? Um, yeah, I think he's a very versatile player. He can kind of play as a number 10 um, off of a striker or as, you know, a, a, a central attacking midfielder in like a cam position um, or in a three-man midfield as kind of the more advanced playmaker. So he's versatile and he can kind of play in either of the systems, like the 3-5-2. Um, he can play in that number 10 role in, in, in the striker partnership. Um, but he could also drop, you know, in with Westbrook and Grant and uh, maybe in for McCormick. So I'm not really sure where he's going to fit because I think that midfield three has been quite strong, but he can kind of do either. Um, I can almost see Garner wanting to go back to the the 3-4-3 three, three, um, and play him as one of the front three alongside maybe Nicholson and Hanlon. Um, it really just gives Garner more options and more experience in the advanced areas, which is what we were really crying out for in the first two, three games. So he has got the option to kind of change up the shape now if he wants to. And uh, Ostuma kind of brings quality in kind of every position he can cover, really. Um, you know, from deep in midfield, he's going to provide a lot of creativity alongside Westbrook, which would be nice. Um, but, you know, up front, he's, he's got a touch of class and, and a finish on him. So... I'm just kind of excited to see wherever he plays, really. And it's, it's up to the manager as to how he utilises him best. Now, Harley, I know you love a good YouTube compilation of a new sign-in and there's absolutely loads of Ostima. Have you been watching any of those? I think I've seen enough goals from Ostima to know how I feel about him, to be honest. I mean, I literally... To answer your question, I literally haven't watched the video, but I will be doing that the second we get off this call. Um, oh, you know, a bit of good Friday night view in that. But um, no, honestly, <laughs> every single time I've seen the guy play, I can actually only remember Walsall's kit because of him. Because I remember on a Tuesday night just watching him light it up. And his style of play is so... It's just something that we've been massively lacking. And it's it's pretty exciting, really. I mean, we've been talking about this formation and where he kind of fits in and whether he'll be the Ghana player in press, etc. But I've just got a feeling that he's going to be given a license, really, you know, to kind of just sit in there and, and go wherever he... You've got to have faith in him, right? You've got to have faith that he got those goals for Walsall for a reason. And I just free think, roll. Yeah, and, it, and I think that if... You know, let's be honest, nothing in football is certain. You get really good players that drop down sometimes that just don't work out. But if you look at the last two clubs he's been at, Bolton and Charlton, he hasn't he's played 18 and 16 games there, so not very much. Um, both of those clubs were in kind of crisis situations, really. Something was going wrong, at least. So 
I think you can kind of almost rule those ones out. It'll take him a while to get going, I think. I think he, he'll need some match practice and to be eased in. But alone is, is a really sensible way of doing it. And so, yeah. Yeah, so Max, I was going to talk about whether he's going to get into the first 11 or not. I mean, I think we can probably safely assume he's not going to start tomorrow. But do you think that he will quickly establish himself as a starter? Or can you see him being used more as a sort of impact player off the bench and an experienced backup to the likes of Westbrook and McCormick? I'm not sure, to be honest, because you know, I didn't think McCormick would start at Doncaster because he joined just two days before and he was thrown straight in. Um, and I can almost see Ozteam, with the quality he has, being thrown straight in against Burton in place of Daly. Um, I think Daly played three games last week, um, so he's maybe in need of a bit of rest. I'm not sure. Um, obviously, I think Daly's only 20 and Ozteam's experiences and quality is, is, at the moment, a lot a lot superior to him. Uh, no disrespect to Daly, who has done really well and scored on his last start. But Oztuma scored 15 goals at this level. And I think if he's ready and fit, I would see no problem in putting, putting him up in a front two with Hanlon. Um, because I don't think as a striker, there's really much um, he needs to adapt to other than just pressing, which I think, you know, is if the manager just tells you to press, that's not a skill you need to learn, really. You can just do it. Um, so I think he kind of can, can just plug in and play straight away um I'm, but yeah you know he, he does he, he may take a week or two before the manager decides to um I'm just thinking in terms of getting the result the quality Ostuma possesses I'd be I'd be tempted to start him straight away but you, you know you're right he does he does kind of provide backup to to Westbrook as well as that creative CM um I'm obviously not sure what Ben Liddle's going to be like um but I think other than Westbrook, we kind of lack a creative playmaker and Oztuma kind of gives us a bit more depth in that position too. So we'll see. Um, we'll see over the next week or two how he fits in and how he does. Yeah, you mentioned Ben Liddle there. I noticed that um, I went on the squad list on the uh, Rovers website this morning and interestingly, Oztuma is listed on there uh, amongst the first team and Ben Liddle isn't. And obviously he joined about a week or so ago now. So, I mean... I don't know whether you can read anything into that, but maybe it suggests that Lidl isn't going to go into the first team straight away as such. Um, so, I mean, I think we've been way too positive about Ostima so far. So I'm going to play devil's advocate a minute and ask, basically, should we really be getting as excited as we are about him? Because as you said, Harley, this is a bloke whose best days at Walsall were about three seasons ago now. In the last two campaigns, albeit both in the championship, he's only made 18 and 15 appearances respectively. So, Harley, do you think that we've really signed the Walsall version of Ostuma, or is there a danger that we've signed the memory of the player that he was back then and we'll have another Derek Ryder who disappoints us all? I mean, you've got to have faith in the manager to get the best out of any player, right? It's, it's the same for, for anyone. I don't think you can... You can look back on his on the memory of him, like you say, and and it's certainly enough to get excited about. I think that you have to have faith in Garner to to bring him back to that. He's shown he's got it. He's had a difficult few years at a club, at other clubs certainly, but yeah, there's there's reason to be on the fence a little bit about it, I suppose. But really, my answer is, I'll just get excited, Nino. Come on. <laughs> All right, I'm on board. Don't worry, I'm on board. And he's still a good age, right? I mean, he's only 29 or so, I think. So hmm. uh, there should still be plenty left in those little legs, yeah. Um, <laughs> so with the transfer window having closed today, uh, let's quickly take a look at our window as a whole, which has seen the likes of Nichols, Bennett, Tony Craig, Ollie Clark, Rowling and JCH depart. 
and no fewer than 12 new faces brought in so far, with Grant, Westbrook, Baldwin, Aimer, JML, Nicholson, Hanlon, Ayunga, Liddle, McCormick, Jutonda, and Ostuma joining the Ghana Revolution. I mean, that was a long list. Um, so, Harley, if you were going to give Ghana's first summer window a school grade, what would it be? I think it's an A, to be honest. I think it's the best recruitment I can remember Rovers doing. And, and I was going to say this on a future episode, but I'll say it now. I was thinking about it the other day. I think football as a whole has kind of taken the, taken the buzz away recently for me. But I've, I've never been completely sold on Ghana, but the signings and the way we're operating as a club in the transfer window have really given me calls to kind of tune back in and be, be a lot more excited by it. I mean... Whether I'm completely sold on Ghana is another question, but I am actually excited by the way that we're operating. I actually am really intrigued to see how this goes. And it's been a long time since I felt that way, especially in the transfer window. I mean, it's not a secret to anyone that I was a huge Daryl Clark fan, and we all were, but I don't remember ever thinking he was lighting it up in the transfer window or or forward thinking like this you know this this feels like there's a plan this feels like not just for this season but for the next season and I it almost feels like it doesn't matter who the manager is with this transfer window because it actually feels like there's a plan for the future regardless of who the manager is if that makes sense we've we've also signed enough players in each position that if one doesn't work out there's enough people to step up and there's competition and all in all I just think the strategy well is is existing is the thing really that we've never had a strategy i don't think and now it feels like we've got one and that's that's good so a so an a from harley what about you mac um yeah an a from me as well to be honest um i wouldn't go as far as say an a star um it would be an a star if we'd kept clark harris i think um but an a is a very represents a very very good transfer window um, and I think a lot of credit has to go down to Tommy Widrington and the scouting team, um, not just the management team. It's not all driven by the manager. You know, a lot of these players would have been scouted maybe even before he came to the club. Um, some of them may well have been long-term targets. Uh, so, yeah, I think a lot of credit has to go to Widrington. I think since he's come into the club, um, he's done terrific for us uh, in, in the quality of players he's brought in and, and identified not least of all Clark Harris, who's made us a nice, uh, a nice profit for 18 months of work. Um, and a lot of these players kind of represent the, the direction the club want to go in with, you know, being young, potential to develop, but also League One quality that can make an impact straight away. So, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, the players we brought in have been, have been great. I mean, whether the manager can get the best out of them and, and produce results is a different question entirely. But on paper, you know, the signings we've made have, for me, been, been excellent. You know, I think I, I, I struggle to think of a bad signing, really. They all look really, either really, really promising or really, really exciting and a, and a high calibre for the level, such as, you know, Aimer and Ostuma and Nicholson. Um, but then obviously the bright prospects like Grant and uh, Liddle and um, Tutonda and some others. So, yeah, you know, a really, really good window all in all. Yeah, so I just want to finish this pod by highlighting the quite frankly ridiculous squad depth that we have this season because you can get what I think are two pretty good League One teams out of our current squad. So I've got two teams here. Team A, Yakala, Aimer, Baldwin, Harry's back three. Midfield, Hare, Grant, Westbrook, Tutonda. Front three, McCormick, Ostuma, Hanlon. Team B, Van Stappershoff in goal. Back three, Kilgore, Davies, Kelly. Midfield, Rodman, Upson, Liddle, Leahy. Front three, Daly, Nicholson, Ayunga. And that's with Mitchell Lawson, Hargreaves, Little, Barrett, Walker and Mayhew not having a place in either eleven. Um, 
So, I mean, Max, when you look at it like that, there's absolutely no excuse there, is there? I mean, Ghana's got all the tools at his disposal to lead us to a really positive season. Yeah, it's all on the manager now. It's all down to him. He's been backed as well as any manager could, could have hoped to have been backed, really. Um, he's got players. PC must position. be looking on and thinking, why didn't I get this back in? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, well... I'm not going to go into that, I don't think. But I think, let's, let's, put it, let's put it this way, I think he wasted a lot of money on players. Hashtag Tom Nichols, hashtag Stephen Payne, hashtag Carl Bennett. Um, other, yeah, so, you know, the, the players we've got out in the last year and the players we brought in, the manager's been fully backed. They're all players that kind of fit the way he, want to play, he wants to play. And, um, yeah, there really are no excuses. So he's got to kind of get the most out of them, to be honest. Um, whether he can do that, I'm hoping he can. And hopefully we've turned a corner in recent weeks and, you know, three points tomorrow. Great. Okay. So that's all for this mini episode, Gas Heads. I hope you've enjoyed it and thank you for listening. Uh, let us know your thoughts on our summer window on social media. And if you're still basking in the post Osjima glow and feeling extra generous, then a review of the pod on iTunes would be lovely. Let's make it three from three tomorrow, then up the gas. Up the gas. Up the gas.